It's the Jill of All Trades, Michelle C, a.k.a. DJ Make a Move. She cute. Your host of Candy Kids TV, everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy Kisses, blown away. Candy Kisses, TV for tomorrow today. Throw that auto tool on that bitch, have you sound like Teddy Payne. Kisses TV, and I am here with the one and only. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Rudy Rush. All right. How's it going so far? It's going great. You know, we out here in ATL, Atlanta Comedy Theater, all weekend long. It's Saturday night, so we got three big shows tonight, so we've been killing it all weekend. Yes, we have. Yes, we have. So my first question is, when did you know you were funny? Oh, man. I still don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, When I was younger, you know, in school, it was kind of class clowny. Okay. type guy, you know, always funny with my friends and family, so it just kind of, you know, turned into, like, you know, uh, co-workers saying, you know what, you need to do something with that, and, you know, I started doing some open mics in New York City, that's where I'm from, and uh, it just took off from there. So who was the first one to talk you onto, onto the stage? Yeah, it was actually a friend, a co-worker of mine's, uh, a lady named Diane Lisi, and she was just like, yo, you have something, you're always making people laugh. So one of my buddies, Reggie, Reg Simmons, he was an uh, older guy I work with, and he was like, yo, I'm going to book you at this comedy club, I'm going to get you on the amateur now. I said, if you book it, I'll do it. And you we weren't nervous? It. I was, but at the same time, it was like, you know, so many people from my job and my family came out to support me. I was just okay. like, yo, if I can't make them laugh, then this is not for me, but we're going to have a good time tonight. Right. So it was probably was meant for me because, you know, at the same time, like, I wasn't nervous, but I had the right amount of nerves to go on there and do what I needed to do. So did you, like, write a set, or you just kind of freestyled on your Yo, it was time? crazy. It was so funny because in order to get on stage that night, you had to bring two paying customers, no three. And as an incentive, they gave you $2 back on every person you brought. So many oh, so people, you brought everybody, huh? Now, so many people from my family, and my, my family's pretty small, so maybe nine people came, and I was, you know, I, I was like uh, 18 or 19, I was like 19 at the time. Okay. And I was just thinking to myself, I was like, you know, I wasn't drinking or nothing, so I was like, I can get 10 people, get 20 mm-hmm. bucks, get on a train back to Brooklyn, get something to eat, get a fat burger tonight, you That's know, just right. to see if I'm funny. But so many people from my job thought I was funny as well, to this day, and I'm talking about 20 plus years later, the record still stands for one person bringing 90 something people. The wow. first night I made up 180 bucks my first night. You brought the whole block though. Absolutely. But the funniest thing was, and you talk about the set, it was um, this guy, you know, it's an amateur show. Everybody's right. pretty okay or pretty bad, whatever. So okay. it wasn't so much that. And they were saving me for last because all my people were in the audience. They knew once I got on stage, people were going to walk out of the showroom. So this guy walks off the street. And this was my first lesson in comedy. Don't judge a book by his cover for real. It was a regular at the club. And he came in, looked like a bum off the street. He was like, what's going on? There's like this kid got all these people in there. Mm-hmm. Great crowd. He was like, I got to get some. He's like, well, you got to ask the kid. And he came, looked at me, he asked me. And I looked at him like, yeah, you know, just like right. regular Joe Schmo. And he... He killed it, huh? He killed it. My mother's yeah. in the front taking her glasses off, laughing, crying. <laughs> and I'm in the back like, who is that? They're like, that's Billy. He headlines on Fridays. Like, oh. I was like, what? <laughs> so the first joke I ever told, 
and I don't know how language is on this thing, but it's, I It's swear, YouTube. You can say what you want to say. I said, I said, this is my first time on stage, and y'all put me on after that, motherfucker? And the crowd, <laughs> and that was my, my second lesson in comedy, mm -hmm. the truth is real. Yeah. And so everybody was thinking that already, mm -hmm. and they laughed for at least, it felt like five minutes. I had a couple other jokes I really don't even remember. I had a set written, but that was the key, and that just propelled me into doing something. And I came back each and every week until I got on BT and Apollo and Def Jam. Yeah, I remember you from your so, Apollo yeah, yeah, days. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So it was like, it was, it was like, we just took off right away, and so yeah, here we are. That's what's up. Yeah. So we already talked about what your uh, first time on stage was like. Mm -hmm. So. Who is your favorite person to make laugh that you know personally? My kids. You know, okay. we always like in the car at home or, you know, when we hang out, you know, so, because they're my biggest critics. They don't think I'm funny. Of course, they're going to tell you the truth. Yeah, they don't think I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter, my oldest, she thinks she's funnier than me. Mm -hmm. but, you know, is she funnier than you? She's not, but she, she's more talented <laughs> than I am at that age. Yeah, she's okay. playing circles around me, but yeah, the, the baby, she's funny, you know what I'm saying? But then my oldest son, he's, you know, he's into music, so he just cool. So he ain't trying to be funny. Mm -hmm. yeah. All right, let me find out he's going to drop a beat and have you rapping. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know. <clears throat> well, considering that you've been in the game for so long, there's always hecklers. How do you even handle those? Uh, you know, I'm not like most comics. I'll handle hecklers. Like I, have, I like to have fun as I put them back in their place. I don't get offended. You know, we're having fun. Sometimes people have drinks and, you know, but when it's me, I, I can deal with it in, with in a certain fashion. But okay. I don't really have too many hecklers because, you know, I have a show to where I don't feel like I have too many. Well, the hardest part is it's like, like you said, they be drinking. So, it's like, they don't intentionally become hecklers. They don't, but sometimes but, you, you know. can you can sober them down a little bit by just having some fun conversation, give them a round of applause, and keep the show moving. If it continues, most likely you're working at a club where you can be like, all right, man, security. <laughs> Get I gave you a motherfucking chance. Enjoying this podcast? Well, we appreciate you listening and can do without you. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in every Sunday, Monday, and Thursday. And if you feel it on your heart, go ahead and donate. <laughs> now back to your regular scheduled program. Candy Kisses TV, not your typical interview, y'all. You gotta go now, you know, so, right. you know, yeah, so that's how I deal with hecklers, pretty much. I don't get offended by it, because people are out trying to have a good time, and unfortunately, some people think that their outburst or their talking can enhance your show. Right. Which, in fact, it doesn't. Right, you know I have the mic right, so I can sit <laughs> yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, I'm, uh, like, I'm the boss, so yeah, so no big deal. So out of all the people in the industry, a lot of times when you ask me who their favorite, they say the Red Fox, mm -hmm, Richard Pryor, mm -hmm. but I've never, ever heard a man really admire a female comedian like that. Mm. So if you had to pick a nah, female comedian, really? Some more, definitely. That's I got a chance, okay. and maybe because I got a chance to work with her on the road, okay. just to see her work ethic, and just to see like <clears throat> she's like she's the equivalent of a of a of a female who not only could play basketball but can play in the NBA mm. and, and have a long career, like okay. a Cynthia Cooper. Like she could hoop with the dudes. You know, she's a great headliner in her own right. Right. And, and there's only a few female comedians, not to say because they're female, but just a few female comedians like Monique and a few others like that uh, that can really carry that weight of holding down the show. And she's a number one. So she's on your all-star team. If you she's have... my first pick. First okay. draft pick some more. Definitely. Absolutely. That yeah. is what's up. Now let me ask you this. What is one mm. hard lesson that you had to learn being in the industry? <clears throat> you know, when you start getting into corporate situations, I used to tour with McDonald's. Okay. And I was young, and 
you know, I was, you know, they wasn't going to tell me I was about to eat McDonald's every day, you know, it's <laughs> right. not healthy, you know, <clears throat> and they were, and they weren't trying to be like, you know, trying to shove it down my throat, but they, I wanted to have Chick-fil-A. Okay. And I was insisting on like, you know, but they were like, yo, you can have your Chick-fil-A, but you're not going, you're not going, we're not going to give you all this money and you ain't going to be sitting in front of these people eating Chick-fil-A. You're going to take right. your ass in the back, in the closet and eat it. <laughs> right. And that's what I did on occasion, but I got the understanding, like, you know, after I woke up out of the cloud of me trying to just stand up for something that really didn't mean much, corporate, whoever's paying that check, you got to give them all the respect. So, you know, that's one thing I learned in the business, that McDonald's was definitely the king of the day, and I need, I need to walk around with a double double Big Mac and be like, hey, y'all, I'm about to go eat this, throw it in the garbage, get them chicken like, yeah, you know, whatever, but, but I need you. to be seen with the product when the people. Right. I don't understand why people don't get that sometimes. And I could have lost my job owner. over that. I, I mean, See? because that smallest, the smallest thing like that could have bothered uh, the sponsors, and it, they could have turned and been like, you know, well, Rudy's not the guy for us. So, you know, that's one thing I tell anybody: if you if you take a job, look at what it is. Like whoever's paying the check, you kind of got to ride with that. I'm I'm a business owner myself, so it's like <clears> you have <throat> to. It's, Funny for me that I have to tell people, hey, if you work for this brand, you have to support this brand. Yeah, you can't absolutely. talk about nobody else's yeah, brand. Yeah, while you're doing it, time on up, absolutely. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, home, support whoever yeah, you want to, yeah, but yeah, while you on I this agree. clock. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> so that was one of the lessons I learned early. So now when I deal with it a lot, being in radio, right, it doesn't even it doesn't even apply. Like I, I know what I'm dealing with. Right now, with radio, because that's totally different comedy absolutely. than it is on the stage, yeah, it's just, and it's it's. FCC rules and all that good yep. stuff. So, which is more difficult? Being on stage is more difficult because it's just a, just you and the crowd, and it's all on you. And, and radio is, is is different in its own right. For me, it feels like it's almost easy. I don't I don't curse on the air or things like that. I just I'm just Rudy. Okay. You know, so I mean, if I'm talking to some some people at work, I'm not gonna be cursing at work. Of course not. You know, I'm not gonna be cursing in front of no kids. Mm -hmm. So so the same attitude. I can still be mean, still be funny. So you know, but when I'm on the stage, you know, that's when I get a chance to cut up. So that's a little bit easier and fun. You know, yeah. just kind of. But it is a lot of pressure with both. But they both enhance each other. Oh, of course. Oh, that radio gets that big paycheck. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, well, on Candy Kids, we like to try to keep it fun. So, we have a little segment called Kiss or Diss. Mm -hmm. So, let me crush it. So, you're going to say whether you're going to kiss or diss to crush. Okay. All right. So, we got Rihanna or Solange. Kiss or diss? Wow. Uh, Rihanna. Kiss. Solange, diss. What's wrong with Solange? You're no, I love Solange's music, but Solange, she's like, she's very temperamental. So, you want to beat up with Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, you get her in a tight corner, she have a flashback. I'm like, I ain't trying to really go on with that. You know, Rivi just curse you out and still, you know, y'all can have some fun, but yeah. All right. Gabrielle Union or Janelle Monet? Oh, Gabrielle Union kiss, Janelle Monet this. And only because I just couldn't get past that hairstyle she rocked for like five years. What's Janelle Monet has some kind of pompadour, like some kind of crazy. <laughs> And I just couldn't get past that, but she's beautiful. I met her in person. She's a great person, mm -hmm. beautiful actress, great uh, singer. And she came from that little camp, and she's doing things outside of that, which I love. She's the one from that dungeon crew that oh, yeah, still, yeah, yeah. still banging it, still doing it. So mm -hmm. yeah, I definitely you know respect it. So when I say this, it's a lovely this because of Gabrielle. Yeah, you know, I got to pick one. All right, last one. Yeah. Indy Ari or Oprah? Indy Ari. Okay. Only because I met her at the Apollo and we had a dope exchange and it was early in my career. She was very flattered by just, you know, we, we really just kind of connected. We had a nice chemistry and 
She wrote a song about you? No, I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> she could have. You know, brown skin could be me. Oh, okay, okay. Let me find nah, out. Nah, nah, nah. But, uh... <laughs> Nah, she was real dope. You know, I came to her dressing room. We had a nice exchange, and it was it made my night that much better because it was like my first time taking over for Steve Harvey. Gotcha. So it was like, shake that. No, I'm playing. Well, that has been another episode of Candy yeah. Kisses TV. Go ahead and shout out your Instagram and where they can find you. What you oh, got you can going on? Find next? me at Rudy Rush on everything. If your mama's on MySpace, I'm still on there waiting on her. But no, listen, M Rush73 on Snapchat. Rudy Rush for everything else. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. That's what it is. I'm going to need to delete my space. I'm waiting. Candid Kisses TV is sponsored by Singadoo, a family-friendly game for the music lover and you that all can enjoy. Get your copy today at singadoo.com. Did you do it today?